0: Welcome to the Two Buff Beards Podcast. I'm Zach Insaldo. I'm with my man, Kelvin Franklin, and this episode is brought to you by WebFit Nation. The standard process for having a trainer is paying big money for an hour of their time, spend time and money getting to your appointment, workout, go home, and repeat it all over again next week. With WebFit, you have a personal trainer right in your pocket. Work out when and where it works for you and your schedule. 100% 100% customized workouts, meal plans and even grocery lists. To learn more, go to www.webfitnation.com. Yo yo. What's going on, my friend? How are
1: you? I'm doing good, man. This is uh it's been a good week, been a cold week. So cold. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> I, I thought about you actually when uh what was it? The first day it got to the negatives. I was I wanted to text you and ask you how you felt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now you, I remember you telling me this that you avoid going outside a whole lot whenever it gets this bad. So so is that right?
0: Yes. Yes. I have tried to stay indoors as much as possible. <laughs> um yeah, man, it's been brutal. Yeah, it's
1: brutally been It's brutally cold. Yeah. I don't I don't really remember we having this type of like strand in terms of cold days last year no no not last year last year was pretty mild yeah yeah so it's been like quite a quite a bit man
0: it's been it's been it's been crazy i think today's the warmest day we've had in like a week and it just got over 20 (laughs) like for people listening and if you don't live in uh, i know a lot of our listeners are here in kansas right right and then we got another big group down down south in, in the south yep for reference on new year's eve it was negative six. Yeah. And then with the wind chill it was like negative twenty. Twenty five on oh, my so phone. Cold. Yeah. So cold. Yeah. It was it was it was cold, man. It was cold. I, I will say, even though, you know, there is a wind chill factor, it wasn't it hasn't been that windy. No, it hasn't so been. So when it's calm, it's not nearly as bad. I agree. But man, like my my car wouldn't start. Me and Lindsay have been like having to jump each other's cars like every other day. Really? Yeah.
1: Y'all been having a
0: strand of some bad luck. I mean, huh? only we have a parking garage that's not completely covered, um, so it's a little bit warmer in there. Yeah, maybe about ten degrees warmer. Um, but then one of us always has to park outside on the street. So, I mean, if your car's sitting for, oh yeah, you gonna have some issues. Fifteen hours yeah. and it's zero degrees. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had I actually jumped her car
1: just this morning, and I had to jump it yesterday. So, yeah. Hopefully for some some better weather soon, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we were just saying off air. I mean, it's supposed to get up to, like, high 30s, maybe 40 on which Saturday. Is, which is awesome for us. I mean, yeah. I, I can't wait, and that's still cold. I mean, I'm going to – I told Lindsay I was joking around because I'm going to go to the Chiefs game. I was like, I'm going to wear a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to feel hot. So, yeah, man, it's been really cold outside. And – um I do always like Lindsay and I we complain about it, but then we do like actually try and be hold some gratitude and be like, "Thank God we have a roof." Right? Like, th- I-, I feel so bad for those homeless people. Man. When, like I'm mean, gonna I feel bad for them no
1: matter what. But on uh, days like this, I'm just like, I don't it's know, unbearable. How survive? Yeah, it's unbearable, man. It's unbearable for sure. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I I've never asked you this on air, but I'm curious because. I didn't I, we kind of talked about it a little bit off air, but I want to ask you on air um how your workouts going
0: Um they've been going pretty good. Yeah. i um I mean I'm still training 3-4 times a week, sometimes 5, but lately just hasn't been as consistent as I would like. Just busier working and um there's a lot of stuff going on this fall with getting married and then we had celebrations with you know different groups of people but uh yeah just just like i always preach to everybody else i get them in when i can i don't stress out or freak out about it but it's not as frequently as i would like i would like to know like okay these are the days i can and will train but
1: there's days where just things come up and i don't i'm not able to get to it so now i didn't i didn't now I want to let people know I didn't plan for you to say that. No, no, it's fine though. So, but I think what the cra- what the coolest thing about it that you said because you know I believe that people place trainers like me and you on pedestals like that. We have all the time in the world. Yeah, to they're workout. like, oh, you get to work out all right. day. I'm like, well, I'm at a gym for all day, but I, like,
0: I'm with you. I'm not working out right now. Like, so yeah, they're like, oh yeah, if I was you, I'm like, it's it's not it doesn't work that way. Absolutely. Like, I don't so, get
1: paid to work out. I, think, I, wish it's, that I, did, I but... think it's really cool that you said that I, things have been crazy and I just haven't been able to go as much as I would like to go. And But I, my question for that is how do you deal with that mentally? Because I know some people let that take them off the deep road. Like they'll, they'll go on a deep end, end up messing up their diet. They'll no. end up, you know what I mean? So how do you mentally like get over those humps when, when things are not going your way or whatever?
0: Um... For a little bit, it probably it bothered me a little bit. I would get like actually annoyed, like oh my gosh, I can't work out today. But like, or like I have like a whole workout written for myself, and I only can do like you know one little piece of it, and I got like three or four pieces put together. So um, it would bother me a little bit, but I don't. I'm kind of gotten to the point where it's not really bothering me. I've just kind of like accepted that's the way that it has to be right now. So you were just asking me about um, the open stuff the crossfit open stuff which i usually take part in and i will but in all reality like it would be silly for me to have expectations to do better than last year i mean maybe i'll surprise myself i know i'm stronger but i don't think my cardio is what it was just i mean it's just what it is i mean i changed jobs i got a little bit different dynamic driving all over so it just takes up more time and um i mean i'm still gonna do it It's still gonna be fun but i'm not gonna freak out about it it is what it is and I'm still doing more than a lot of people, and I mean I'm not letting my health slide. You talked about the nutrition. I probably hone in on my new nutrition more when I know I'm not getting to the gym right, the way I'd like to. Right. Right. I don't know if you saw my uh, Instagram post, but like I made a point over the holidays. You looked amazing, man. To not just like show people that you can maintain. Like people just chalk it up that they're gonna gain two, five, ten pounds in the six weeks from Thanksgiving to New Year's, and I made a point to prove that you can maintain or even get lose better. weight, get yep, better, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, I did, I, I, in the whole month of December, I was real good on my nutrition, and my life was as crazy as anybody else's these past few weeks, so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I actually cleaned it up even more so to make up for some of those yeah
1: and i think that's interesting because if you first off if you don't know what zach's instagram handle is it is rx movement and that is m v m n t and rx at at the beginning of that yeah so the reason why i said that because you didn't work out as much as you probably used to let's say back in the summertime versus now and you look way different right now than versus then and simply because like you said you changed your nutrition you didn't work out with as much frequency but you look better now yeah so, man, I just kudos, man. I take my hats off to you. That's I thought that was amazing. And that, that picture is the reason why I wanted to bring this up today because I was like, I, dude, got to share the secrets. He, he's got to let people in on this because <laughs> it's, it's too good to be true. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I put myself
0: out there as much yeah. as I can. And yeah. like, I like to show people like the before, like that was you know, right. six weeks ago. Like, I'm just like right. everybody else. <laughs> I'm just like everybody else. Like, I got married. I, yeah. was, I was on a honeymoon yeah. for 10 days. Yeah. I had the holidays. <laughs> I
1: still work. Every excuse possible that you could think of, you had it there for you. I mean, you didn't take it, but you had it there yeah. at your, at your, at your so, feet. So, I mean,
0: I got, I got off a little track. You know, there's many more times that I got off track, um, you know, this fall and late summer than I would have liked to. But, um, you know, just at any point in time, you can just clean it up and it
1: won't take a whole – it won't take a whole lot of time before you start noticing some real differences. So powerful, man. So powerful. So yeah. Thanks for answering that question. For yeah, me. man. Yeah. Anytime. Um, let's transfer into what's got us moving. Yeah. Um. So,
0: what's not got me moving is that cold. that <laughs> that wants me to stay bundled up and um on the couch or in bed, but um what's got me moving, actually, um a little bit different than what we would have normally done here as of late when we're going more of just like books and podcasts that we're listening to, um, I saw a study that came out that, um, this actually came out in May, but I just stumbled across it today, actually. And it shows the link between healthcare, um, spending and life expectancy in each individual country. And what, they basically show is the United States spends far more money on healthcare than in most other uh, countries, but our life expectancy is not even close to the top.
1: Wow! So,
0: yeah, we're spending a lot of money on healthcare, uh, medications, and you know other things like that, but we're not always making good choices with our nutrition and just be every day-to-day life behaviors that are leading to a lower life expectancy. So we're moving less, we're eating more prepackaged foods that have little to no nutrients. So um, yeah, you might be taking your medicines and you might be doing you know, some vitamins and things, but it's all that, those little things in between that make a big, big difference in how long we're actually going to live. Um, Couldn't agree so more? The, the U.S. is very, very high um, on their average healthcare cost per person each and every year, but their life expectancy is nowhere near the top. I mean, Norway, Sweden, Australia, Japan, Italy, um, Finland, Belgium, Luxembourg, like they've all got longer life expectancies than the U.S., but we're spending – Probably about twenty-five to thirty percent more than each of those countries. Goodness! Places gracious. like Italy, actually, they spend probably about twenty-five um, percent of what U.S. citizens spend a year, really, on
1: average. Yeah. Wow.
0: So, food
1: for thought. Yeah, that's that's some that that is definitely something people should ponder on for a yeah, while. Yeah, you would probably be spending less money and increase
0: your quality of life and your your years that you'll be here. By just worrying more so about the things you're putting into your body day in and day out, meal by meal, snack by snack, than you would if you were just, you know, going to the doctor, getting a prescription. So we can take care of some of these ailments or prevent them from happening altogether by just making
1: a little bit better choices. I love it, man. I I thought that's awesome. That is, that's awesome. Um, What's got me moving? Mine's a little bit different than yours, but on the same token, um, uh, still about health and fitness. New Year's resolutioners. I mean, this is a time where people um, make resolutions to go to the gym to make health a priority, whatever. You know what I mean? And the one thing that I don't like is the memes and the people that, like, fitness experts that mock the people that are in the gym trying to make these changes. You know what I mean? Like, these people have it hard enough. You know what I mean? Like, let them at least try you know like but you know every time at this time of the year all those new year's resolutioners in the gym taking up my space they taking up my equipment they're not gonna be here in a month you know uh-huh, what i mean uh-huh. and i'm like man like if we were to help them people like you know if we were to like make them feel more welcomed or smile at them or you know what i mean help them on equipment when they don't know what they're doing or something like that Dude, just think about how much impact you would have in in increasing the health of the community around you. Because these people are obviously in your community if they're in your gym, right? Yeah. They live somewhere near you. You know what I mean? And that's just one thing I wanted to talk about on air and and put that – on air on the yeah podcast. rather than shaming them let's try and like yeah. be more encouraging yeah let's help them man. inspire them yeah and be
0: like hey man I'm, i've never seen you here before like yeah you i you know i've done this machine a lot like this is how i usually do it and this is how i've seen some success with absolutely it. or you know even if you yourself are pretty new into this journey but you started a month or two months ago and you see somebody just be like if you're that type of person, you you can be like, look, I never seen you here before. Like, I just got started a couple months ago. Excited that there's more people here. I hope that you can stick with it because, you know, I've seen a lot of success
1: so far in the short time or whatever. Zach, I'm gonna tell you, man. That when I worked in big box gyms, the number one reason, and I worked at a lot of them, you know how many I've been in. Mm-hmm. The number one reason people did not keep working out is because they did not know anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody, nobody missed them when they were gone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So let's, it it wasn't that they didn't know what they were doing or they were frustrated with their results. They had no one to hold them accountable. You know what I mean? Like they had no one there to, to, to really help them through the journey. Because you can't do it alone. That's why I love CrossFit. That's why I told you that. I, I, pro- I probably said that too much, but I love CrossFit because of the communal aspect of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're going through this journey with other people. You and know we what I mean? actually
0: do that. Like if yeah, like my boss and I will be like, oh, you, I haven't seen so and so in like a week or two weeks. Like let's just shoot them a little Facebook message or shoot them a text and just see how they're doing and make sure that everything's all right. And we will just
1: hit people up and be like, hey man, where you been? absolutely man because it means so much like that's that's the sole reason why people just give up or quit on their their goals is cuz they're like oh who cares you know what i mean like nobody cares like yeah. You know, so they they start to isolate themselves in that goal and so they like forget about it you know but if if you know somebody at the gym or if if somebody is looking forward to having a conversation with you or whatever like Dude, that's that's what helps make that journey so much better. Like, I'm gonna tell you all my best friends from growing up all have I, we were best friends through the gym. Like we worked out together, we had a workout session together. Like that's how you get to know people sometimes. And mm-hmm. So like, man, if if you're out there and you see somebody new at your gym, please befriend them. Like let them know that they're welcome. The gym can be a very scary place for somebody that's very new, that's never picked up a weight before. And if we could just help one person be more comfortable, like, like you said, we would be impacting the number that Zach was talking about with our our health being so poor and life expectancy being down because we want to we want to keep it a secret for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't want to help each other. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and I don't. And I, you're talking about keeping a secret, going off a little bit of a tangent, but. Sometimes people, they have like a certain strategy that really works for them or, and they just try and keep it to themselves because they don't want to tell everybody else about it. Like, and this kind of goes off again, you know, away from health and fitness, but you know what I love about. Um, Elon Musk everything's open source he's like okay this is how I did it I'm gonna share with everybody because then somebody out there might be like I can make this even better that's a great idea I never thought of it that way but now you got me thinking I can improve your idea and everyone just builds on each other so we can do that in health and fitness you know whether you're brand brand new and you just realized one little trick that worked for you and helped you keep yourself accountable or you know lose a couple extra pounds you can share that with a friend or family member and then you guys can just piggyback off one another so um i love the fact you said sharing information
1: and just sharing stories because
0: that's what's going to keep people going
1: yep absolutely
0: that's what's going to keep everyone progressing forward
1: crossfit has put more barbells in people's hands than we want to give credit for and is all to do not only because crossfit works but crossfit also builds on the communal aspect of life and that's what's so important that's what i love about it so much
0: yeah they actually uh you know people may not you know if they don't know a lot about it but they've just seen it they kind of know what it is they might be surprised to hear because you know it's a lot of heavy weightlifting and stuff like that that is involved but probably the largest uh person the largest group within that community is are the same just regular regular everyday working people you know you got housewives you got businessmen you got everybody in between and like that there's far more of those than what you see on tv or on instagram with people doing like these crazy impressive things i mean that's like
1: the fancy stuff. Yeah, we're talking about the, the, the .101% of people doing Yeah, we, they're all, I right. mean. The majority are the regular people and, everyday And, you
0: life. know, my wife, she's even, like, she's been there with me before, but until recently she wasn't as comfortable because usually it was with me and, like, you know, people that I train with who maybe are a little bit further along than she is. But she started coming to some of the classes with just the everybody else. And she's like, everyone's there. It's just like me. I'm like, yeah. She's, I was like, you yeah. don't have to be no. fit to start. Yeah.
1: Every, it's scalable.
0: Everything is. It's scalable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the whole program is scalable. So, yeah, i totally with you. Sorry I got off on a tangent. Oh, it's good. I, I had to you say got that today. You fired up, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, So, to, let's get back on track here. So, today, with New Year's resolutions in mind, we want to talk a little bit about cardiovascular exercise and the importance of it and how we can maybe um, program those workouts appropriately and how we can keep progressing forward in those workouts and why it might be important. So I know a lot of people who are, maybe they've set New Year's resolutions to um, lose some weight or get in shape or they just they don't care about health. working out. Maybe yeah. they just have no interest in working out but they've just been told by their doctor that they need to. To improve they health markers or and whatever. And they don't know where to start. This is a place a lot of people do start. Yeah. Is they're just gonna start walking every day or they're gonna start running or Go using the stair stepper, all those things. Cardiovascular exercises is the first place that people start because to them there's a little bit lower barrier of entry than than with the weights. I I couldn't have said it better. I I agree one hundred percent. So, um, and there is some right and wrong ways to do it. Like people just think, oh, I'm gonna just put on my Nikes and tie my shoes tight and get out there and go, and which is great. You know, you're motivated to get going. But there are some some ways you can do it and set yourself up for success and continuous, um progress um rather than plateauing and beating yourself up so um i want to back it up just for one second because we're going off the new year's resolution theme you know we talk about goals and we talk about new year's resolutions and i actually made this uh mistake about a week ago having a goal is one thing and having a resolution is another another thing because to me i was like wasn't well, that just the same way of saying it just you just phrased it differently but having a goal is one thing but the resolution is resolving how you're going to get to that goal absolutely. so i think that that there's a good way of uh, it's important to distinguish the two because you can have a goal and we talked about this on our last episode but if you don't have a process then you may still get there but your chances are less likely absolutely couldn't have, couldn't have phrased so having a better. resolution is how are you going to how are you going to get there? You're going to have a plan like, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to start jogging seven minutes a day for three days a week this week, and I'm going to go eight minutes next week, whatever have you. Now you've got a plan, and you're going to say, I'm going to try and lose you know, four pounds each month for the next five months. Mm-hmm. So um, just like to make that distinction because I myself did the same thing. I was like, well, th- that kind of sounds like the same thing to me. What was your goal of 2018? And what is your New Year's resolution? So, the resolution almost kind of answers how am I going to devise a plan or process to get to the goal? Right, 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 right. No, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, 100%. So, um, reeling it back in here. So, let's get it started with why cardiovascular work is important. Because a lot of people that maybe they're, they maybe see that there are some benefits, but there might not be some things on the surface that they've come to realize yet. Um, and maybe you're the opposite of what I mentioned a few moments ago, where maybe you'd rather lift the weights, but you don't care about the cardiovascular stuff. So why should somebody, you know, regardless of what your goal is, even if it is to get big and strong, like why
1: should someone do some type of cardiovascular uh, exercise? You So I'm like you, well, you kind of handle this already, but like you typically have two different groups in terms of where people stand on the cardio spectrum. You have the people that want to get, you know, look Aesthetic, like improve muscle size, you know, their look or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And there's they're the type of people that may not want to do cardio. They're the type of people that, well, I don't need to do cardio. Well, that's true. You don't need to do, but should you should you do cardio? Yeah. Um and then you on the other-
0: great aesthetics. That's right. But you know, in
1: time Your yeah, cardio may suck. Your 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 blood work may actually end up <laughs> yeah. hurting a little bit. And yeah. you have terrible cardio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And on the other side of the spectrum are the people that are like a performance type. Junkies, you know what I mean. They they're all about cardio, you know, at vascular activity, which is fine. But they may hate lifting weights, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So I, I typically see that that kind of like you know teeter back and forth, yeah. yeah. Um, but I would say that first first and foremost, everyone needs to do cardio. They need to have it in their program in some form or fashion. Um, it, this is the rule that I like to follow. You know, if you're working out let's just say 100% is your, your workout time. Well, you know, at least a third to a quarter of that should be spent doing some type of cardiovascular activity. So um, generally, you know what I mean? Like if you have goals outside of just, um, if you want to improve performance and stuff like that, that's totally different. But generally, you know, you want a third to a quarter of your exercise t- total time to be some type of cardiovascular activity
0: all right i like that
1: um and and it like you said i I think it improves everything um your health markers um that's that's one of the biggest ones but you really lower your risk of a lot of cardiovascular diseases Mm -hmm. um, and and just different things like that you know what i mean so um, i think that it's overlooked in terms of programming because people just think that it just comes oh you can do cardio with your strength training whatever but yeah that's true but you also still need to include a, a basic type cardiovascular program
0: yeah no and I, I think that's probably a good good ratio there um you know it's a blanket statement of course you could go dig in a lot deeper if you wanted to but uh, i'd say it's a very good place to start if you're gonna work out for three days a week one hour each time then you know 20 minutes each of those times will be some sort of
1: something to get your heart rate up it needs to be man you know because this is one thing that you always talk about and this you don't talk about this on a podcast but you always mention it um on your ig stories and stuff like that you talk about your uh blood pressure mm. or your your uh your, your resting heart rate and stuff like that i mean people don't understand that. that stuff is really important you know you want your heart to be very efficient you know it at, 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 especially at moving blood around the body so if you have a high resting heart rate you're taking away from pr- perhaps your life expectancy yeah because now you're making your heart work harder you know what i mean so things like uh obesity or poor cardiovascular output stuff like that i mean that's gonna have an effect on your long-term health yeah you may not see it right now because you're young yeah but you know talk about that 20 years from now you would be a different story mm-hmm. yeah
0: absolutely yeah i uh I agree with all that for sure. I mean, yeah, because you
1: you always talk about your your resting heart rate and, and blood pressure all the time. Well, I, yeah, sometimes I'm just surprised
0: at my own because I'm just like, wow, <laughs> no, I did not expect that. Um, but yeah, it, it's all about the efficiency of how how easily can your lungs get oxygenated blood to to the rest of your body. Um, so if you got a low resting heart rate, your your heart doesn't have to do a whole heck of a lot and you're going to keep yourself going but otherwise I mean your heart if you want to look at it like this it's a machine I mean just like your car you drive your car the more miles it has on it it's going to start breaking down well your heart you could you could almost say is the same thing you know every day if your heart rate's beating twice as many times as the next guy it's probably going to start breaking down before the other person so I mean it all adds up I mean your arterial walls start you know breaking down they're constantly inflamed they're um you got it man it, it, it starts adding up real quick so again it, I, I actually just thought it off the top of my head the uh the analogy with the car i think that works out really well like you the more you use it the more quickly it's going to start breaking down the more you're going to start having to quote unquote like replace the tires or replace you know whatever have it have you like you're going to have to start thinking about those things more so if your heart rate is, you know, constantly racing like crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, just improving your overall blood volume, you know what I mean? Like, that cardio is going to do that for you. So, I mean, even for the guy that wants to get big and strong, if you do cardio and increase the the your ability to increase your blood volume in the body or, like, your... Uh, the mitochondria in the body, in terms of you know getting shuttling better blood to those active muscles, you're gonna be getting benefits. So like cardio is for everybody. It's not just for any. I mean, not just for one particular group. You know, like, and I, I just can't stand when people you know put it down or try and act like it's not important or play or downplay it. You know, at all. But I'll be the first to say I think it's I think it's one of the most important things, and, and it's only gonna make you better in in every other avenue that you go in in terms of improving your fitness.
0: Yeah, even. Um... One of the biggest uh, biggest names in the strength community, powerlifting community, is um, Louis Simmons from West Side Barbell, and he even will say, um, you know, having a certain level of cardiovascular strength will actually make you a better powerlifter. But you know, you're you're gonna get stronger more easily if you're able to continue to get more reps in. You don't get tired as easily. So I mean, he is not a guy who probably practices a whole lot of cardiovascular work, but he recognizes the importance of it, even in the sport that he's become mm-hmm. so famous in. Yep. So yep. I mean, it, there is definitely a reason to be to work that into your program, regardless of your goals. One hundred percent agree with you. One hundred percent agree. Um, so you know, not so much of the reasons why, um, but let's go into a little bit deeper on how we might train. Um, you know, cuz there's a lot of different ways we could do
1: it. Oh yeah, we can take this so many different ways. So, what you want, let's want to talk about like mode, like types of cardio first? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we can do that. Um, so we got obviously the basics. Yeah. Like running, walking, walking. Yeah. Um, swimming, r- swimming, riding a bike, yeah. Or elliptical. Yeah. Um, so any of that like locomotive stuff, which yep. is, you know, just like cyclical, just like yeah. you're just going to do one thing for a given amount of time and you just it's basically one motion repeated over and over and over again. Um now I, I do wanna say this is not necessarily for me. I don't I'm not good at it. I would like to be, but I'm not a good swimmer, but I know you like to swim. I think swimming could be a really good place to start for a lot of people. I was actually just talking with a guy this morning about it. he just picked up swimming. Um, this past year because, um, he had some problems with his foot and he was overweight and he knew he needed to do something and there's no impact. So people who have maybe had joint issues or if they're real heavy and they know that, you know, that pounding in the pavement can, you know, be not just uncomfortable because, you're, you don't have much, you know, cardiovascular endurance, but they actually puts them in pain. Their right. joints are in pain later, right?
1: Right. Like you can't recover from it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And you're gonna have problems going about the rest of your day because yeah. your joints hurt—ankles, yeah. knees, hips. Um, and so swimming could be a really good place for some people to start. And he said he changed nothing about his diet and started swimming. He, um, I think he said he was swimming for a total of about an hour. Um, two to three times a week, and he lost like twelve pounds. Within absolutely, about two months. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, yeah, he he really was happy with the results he got from swimming alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now we talked about all like the kind of monostructural locomotive stuff. Um, that you maybe think of right away. Now some of the other things, like for me personally, that stuff's like my mind is the kind of thing that like I can't like focus on one thing for a long period of time and I, some of that um, stationary cardio like a treadmill or a bike or elliptical I just get bored like I just straight up get bored so I like to do some of that um, metabolic conditioning work or circuits where I'm doing like three or four different you could call them little stations and you just will just go from one to the next to the next to the next and just go through it maybe a given number of times or go through it as many times as you can and a given amount of time so that can still be cardiovascular work because you're getting your heart rate up and, and, and you're keeping it there and you're keeping it up right you that's the to main go. thing right it's not like oh i'm a little bit out of breath i'm gonna stop now right you're keeping it there yeah you don't have to go for long periods of time i mean you could go for eight to ten minutes and you know you can get a lot out of that and then you know repeat that again you know after you you rest a little bit but um
1: the stuff that people first initially think about doesn't have to be the only way. No, not at all. Not at all. I I agree with you in the, in the form. What can, I'm gonna back up one time and say this because I didn't say this last when we first started talking about it. Cardiovascular activity and physical activity is different. Yeah, and I know some people like to get those two confused, so they will say, "Oh, I'm doing cardio," um but they're not moving at all throughout the day. It's like you can't replace one with the other. You know what I mean? Like what What do you mean? So so a person that is Let's say walking less than two thousand steps a day. Okay. Okay. But they they're saying though I, I still do my cardio every day. So they're going to the gym. They may spend thirty minutes on the elliptical. One doesn't suffice for the other. So you can't you can't go and do thirty minutes of cardio and think that it's going to um, pull over into your physical activity numbers that you should be hitting. Okay. You know what I mean? Or vice versa. You can't walk ten thousand steps and think that your cardiovascular system is going to be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two don't, they don't, they don't like those. Are, those are yeah, different.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if you're someone who has a job that, like, just say you worked at a retail store, right? That's and a good you're, one. You're like restocking shelves, that's helping a good customers, one. Customers, that's a good one. You could probably get 15,000 steps Easy, in a day right? just working. Yeah, but
1: your cardio is not getting improved. It, that, that's that's my point. That's yeah. that's my point. That yeah. was my point. That was my point. Because I I, I I sometimes have conversations with people that get those two mixed up, and I just want to make sure that me and you pointed out that there is a difference. Yeah. 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 Um. In ter- in terms of type, I- I'm with you. I think you should start off with something that you can recover from, that so you could have a re- a repeated bout effect. So you should be able to do something today that you can go back and do tomorrow again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing something so hard that you can't go back and do it tomorrow, that's not that's that's not something that you can progress from long term. Yeah. So I'm with you that you should start start slow and something that you can progress from i think every depending on how you're how you're built um and depending on what you like is going to determine on what that mode is you know what i mean because like and you pick something that you like yes yeah, i think those two are, those are the number two keys right there like, like
0: you, i probably am not going to
1: start swimming because i don't necessarily enjoy, like you don't it. enjoy it right so i
0: wouldn't even that would even be your starting point it wouldn't be <laughs> something that i would like even remotely look forward to i would I would actually probably just be like, oh gosh, I don't want to go do that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally with you. So I, I mean, I definitely can appreciate it. Actually, you know what? I would like to learn to swim, and and you would possibly enjoy it as
1: you learn it and got yeah,
0: better, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. One thing I wouldn't enjoy is running every day. That <laughs> it's just boring for me. Yeah, yeah. I would like to learn a new skill. And yeah, then, but I wouldn't
1: stick with it for a whole a lot of time. Makes total sense. It's not for me. Yeah, it makes total sense. So go so off. pick
0: something that you like.
1: Yep. Go off, go off of those two. How you like what you like, and, and what your body is built for. Like some people just don't like the elliptical for whatever reason, you know what I mean, or they don't like the recumbent bike for whatever reason. Yeah, you know. So go off, go off of that first. And, and like you said, I think you should start with something that you can that you can constantly see objective progression from week to week. Mm-hmm. And I think those are keys when it comes to just types of cardio that you can do.
0: Yeah, and so even if you're talking about starting for 8 to 10 minutes a day and then you just slowly increase the intensity and we'll get in on more on this in a second but start out small even smaller than you first think and then build on it cuz if you're like I'm going to go for 45 minutes yes. every time oh my even gosh. if you weren't so sore that you couldn't do it again like where are you going to go from there like six months from now a yeah. year from now like what are you gonna go for two hours a day like yeah it's just silly so and,
1: and it it wears on your 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 motivation you know yeah. what i mean because if you're trying to start out and you're trying to go balls to the wall like that's something you can't keep up with mentally you know like oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna kill myself today and i'm gonna go in tomorrow and t- next day you wake up you don't feel as good. You don't feel as motivated. Well, that means you went too hard. Now your body is is in a chronic state of stress where it's trying to, like, recover from that. Yeah. So you don't want to do something that you can't, re- like, literally recover from mentally as well as physically. Yeah. Like, you should still be excited the next time you go to do, you know, whatever type of cardio you're doing. You know what I mean?
0: So and, – and if time is a restriction for you, which it is a lot for people th- this day and age, I would say – Pick a amount of time you can squeeze in. Again, maybe it's eight minutes. Say, all right, I'm gonna go three days a week and I'm gonna go for eight minutes each and every time I go. Now, that doesn't seem like you're gonna get a whole lot done. So maybe this week you start at, um, you start going at three miles per hour for eight minutes. Well, next week, maybe just keep it at eight minutes and go three and a half. And you just, you're increasing your intensity your overall work capacity is gonna be increased, you're just covering more distance in a shorter amount of time. So that is an excellent way that you can change your intensity and change the amount of work that you're putting in without changing the time. Slowly, baby steps increase that speed, and you will improve, and then you know, if time permits, you can worry about the time later. So maybe you go back down to the three, and you, but now you're going for 10 minutes. And then you stay with 10 minutes and you go three and a half. Yep. So you can, you can play with things a little bit just based on time constraints. Um, and you could change the resistance. Um, if you're not you know going for speed, maybe you're still walking at three miles per hour on the treadmill for eight minutes, but now you're putting it at an incline. So there's, there's a lot of different ways we can play around with this stuff and it doesn't always have to be increasing the time. Cause like I was saying a moment ago, like, you can't just constantly be increasing the time. Like you're gonna run out of time that you can actually spend at the gym. Yeah, absolutely. Or in your basement wherever you do it. But yeah, either way, like you're not gonna go for two hours a day a year from now. So yep. you
1: gotta find other ways to play around with that and challenge your body in new ways. Yep, yep. So you you, you, you starting the we moving on. So he's talking about rates of progression. So what can you progress on in terms of cardio? So now we got the type down. So in terms of progression, we can progress with um, frequency which is time or adding more sessions in whatever you can progress with intensity which he just talked about a little bit as well um, and then obviously duration which we, we only have so much time in a day But yeah um, so more about intensity first cause I think that's probably something that is more tangible for someone to do because like you said everybody has that cap on their day um so let's probably break down something that doesn't involve equipment first so let's just say uh jogging or sprinting so what what is a way someone can increase intensity with minimal equipment uh
0: i do this with one of my clients we walk a it's probably about a third of a mile loop around her block and we would just walk at a leisurely pace the first day we got together and we we were like we saw how long it would take. And um, and then what we did was we just set a little bit of a goal. And we're Like, all right, let's try and do it the same exact loop in just a little bit shorter amount of time. So, again, this takes zero equipment. You need your shoes, and that's about it. And I guess if you really needed to, you could do this barefoot. <laughs> all you need is a watch. Um, so, and it doesn't have to be big. I In fact, I would tell people to just – Just make small little baby steps and then try and find that sweet spot where your heart rate's up. You're pushing yourselves a little bit outside your um, comfort zone, but you can maintain that not so much where you're like dying and you're like gasping for air because you're not going to be able to do that very much. Yeah. So find that spot where you're like kind of in the middle or breathing a little heavy, breaking a little bit of a sweat, but you can maintain that and hold that intensity for a period of time so even if it means you take a loop around your block and you take off 25 seconds i mean that's somewhere to start and then you know a month later now you try and do it 30 seconds yep. faster yep so it's only a yep. very small difference yep but it's a but it's a big difference over time yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah
1: it definitely all adds up i agree i agree um that that would be one way to push yourself um the only other thing that i would want to add to that is saying that if you were to do some type of interval training, um, let's say you were doing something hard for a minute and then you started to let your breath come back for maybe 30 seconds or whatever. Um, another way to I love that. Another way to um, progress in terms of intensity would be to um, not just go harder for that minute, but maybe decrease your rest time. Mm -hmm. over time so maybe you're resting for 30 seconds um keep your intensity the same for that one minute and then next week you maybe decrease that rest time to 25 seconds or 20 seconds and then keep that keep those same ratios you know for a while and then once you get to a place where your rest time can be pretty low then you can maybe increase the intensity for the actual minute or something like that
0: yeah yeah or even just say okay now my work time quote unquote work time when the intensity is higher, I'm going to go for a minute 15, and I'll rest for 30. There we go. And then a minute 15, rest for 25, and yep. you can you can do it that way. Yep. And I love that. Yep. And it doesn't necessarily have to always be speed that you're no. changing. yeah. Like on a treadmill, I'll do this with folks all the time. Like there's someone who's 65, 70 years old. I'm not going to have them running sprints. Right. <laughs> so I'll just we'll, – we'll maybe during the quote-unquote rest periods, we won't have an incline. And then the the higher intensity work periods I'll bring the incline up. Yeah. I like it. And the speed never changes. I like it. So, um yeah, yeah, you don't have to always be running, you know, sprints or biking as fast as you can like you can you can
1: do intervals other ways than just changing the speed. I 100% agree with you, man. 100% agree with you. Um f- for frequency we, frequency we cover a little bit, which means that how many sessions a person does a, a week or whatever and you could add some here and there but i would i would say you don't want you don't want cardiovascular activity to take over your entire workout time so you got to be kind of cognizant of that
0: yeah so i would say either just dedicate a few minutes it just say you're going to spend an hour at the gym maybe you you dedicate uh, you know 15 10 to 20 minutes somewhere in there 10 to 20 minutes of cardio and then maybe you spend um, you know maybe 30 minutes or 40 minutes doing resistance training mm-hmm. so you're doing a little bit of both or say you're going to work out four days a week maybe you just and you don't want to take up a ton of your time each and every day you go in there maybe you know monday will be a resistance training day and you mm-hmm. just spend 30 minutes tuesday you would do you know 20 minutes of cardiovascular work just non-stop cardiovascular mm-hmm. work and then leave and then say you take wednesday off Thursday would be another resistance training day, um, 30, 40 minutes. Friday, about 20 minutes of cardio. Like it. I think that would be a great place for people to start, and they got that balance of increasing lean mass by doing the resistance training mm-hmm. while doing a little bit more of the the, the heart health stuff, uh, locomotive stuff to um, aid in more body composition mm-hmm. and um, just increasing their, their – uh, heart health mm-hmm. and efficiency
1: no i agree with that um I, I don't know if we talked about this but i do want to add it if we haven't and that is the fact that if you're doing car if you want to do cardio let's say uh either you know while you're weight training or something like that like if you want to do it let's just say in pairing with weight training or whatever i, I don't know how, what your take is but i always tell people to do it after they weight train um yeah, no, not, I would probably not prior agree. and there's no like reason for that but the reason why i say it so because if you're doing cardio the right way you're gonna be somewhat exhausted you know what i mean so like you don't want to hinder your performance for weights by by doing your cardio first yeah that's my only take on that yeah
0: i mean and there's less skill or mindfulness that needs to take place during the cardiovascular locomotive stuff right Than there is when you're squatting or you know lifting trying to push your body your yeah trying to
1: push your body <laughs> to those levels so that'll be my only thing on that i know something I, I agree i i for the most part if i'm not
0: working it in at the same time which is another way you can do it but um we're not going to the same intensity on either of the two if we're doing that um if you're doing it simultaneously you're not going to go as heavy and you're not going to push yourself as hard because you know you got to lift weights right after you get that heart absolutely. rate absolutely um I, I pretty much always have the cardiovascular stuff at the end at the end kind of burn them out empty the tank
1: yep yep so i just wanted to make sure we touched on that but other than that man uh, i i'm i'm really happy that we got to actually talk about cardio for once yeah we've we talked about strength training we have we've talked about everything but i know we haven't like spent some really good time on just talking about cardio
0: yeah yeah and it um there's definitely a reason that we all should be doing it um if you are doing it you know we want to do it in a, in a way that's going to be able to be have some sort of linear progression not so we don't plateau and uh stop seeing those results that we're waiting for Mm -hmm. so um yeah guys i'm really glad that we're able to sit and talk about this if anyone's listening and has more questions specific questions um shoot us a message on facebook for Mm -hmm. at webfit nation uh instagram kelvin is at country muscle i am rx movement that's rx M V M N T, and um i'm taking on more online clients So if anyone is uh looking for a little bit of guidance in their new year's resolution and how they're going to get there whether that be through cardiovascular work resistance training a mixture of the two um calisthenics doing body weight work um be glad to help anybody out individually and uh would would love to be able to be your guide on that journey.
1: So, yeah, yeah. And go visit our site. It's webfinnation.com. You can fill out a free trial, um, and Zach's name will be there, and or my name will be there. But definitely go check us out, and uh, we'll be very happy to help you along this journey. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in, and uh, keep
0: listening in next week. We'll have another one for you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.